0: What's up, theater lovers? Happy Friday. Emily Johnson is my guest this week, and technically this was the third time we tried to record this interview. Thank goodness Emily is so kind-hearted and understanding that she was willing to chat with me so many times. Not to mention her natural ability for storytelling and mastery of many voices. This is the first interview that I must preface with a warning. Emily and I chat about some mature adult-themed stuff that wouldn't be suitable for young ears. So, if you have little ones with you, drop them off at Grandma's before listening. On with the show. Hello! Hello. Welcome to Sarnia Famous! Our special location of recording this evening is my spare room closet and we have emily johnson back with us again this is the third time that we are doing this interview yes thrice we have tried to record the first time we recorded absolute genius and it was a little over an hour we were both spot on mostly you and then my computer crashed and we lost all of it so then the second iteration, there was actually two separate recordings for the second iteration because did my computer crash or something? I don't know. I'll just tell my computer that it's pretty and that I love it very, very much so that it doesn't happen <laughs> again. But here we are again. And I, I am so grateful that you would take the time once again to try this.
1: That's no worries.
0: Hopefully I have a good feeling about it today. We're going to going to nail it. Mostly Fingers you crossed. Again, I'll just sit here and smile at you. Um, but yeah, so let's start out with your, the reasons or what inspired you to get into the theater.
1: Well, I was always a very hyperactive child. Wouldn't be able to tell from now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, I, my mom put me in all sorts of sports as a kid, but I was still major goofball. And then she got tickets to see The Lion King when it was first coming out as a musical at Mervish in Toronto. And it was just like, oh, can we go? Because, you know, they were advertising it up the wazoo on the Family Channel, as every 90s millennial child knows. And I was like, oh, can we go? And it's like, yeah, okay, we can go. And I was just glued to my seat. I was like... There's animals in these amazing costumes going up the aisles. People on stage that are just having so much fun. And I was like, I need to do this. This must happen. And so she signed me up for musical theater classes and singing classes. It was just like, oh, yes, this is my my jam. I'm having a great time with it. And yeah, that's how I got involved with, first got involved with musical theater. And then I moved here to Sarnia. About six years ago, and I got involved with theater thanks to Jane Janes, who's friends with my aunt. And it was just like, Oh, Em's coming, Em's moving to Sarnia, and she loves theater. Bring her to the theater! (laughs) (laughs) We need new blood! Yeah. (laughs) Just bring her to the theater! And it was, Oh, okay.
0: This is great. I love it. And yeah. I remember you you talking about youth group shows. Was that in (laughs) Sarnia?
1: That wasn't Sarnia. That was with the Theater Sarnia uh, Senior Youth Group. We did Alice in Wonderland together, and then there was this one where it was two shows. Zombio and Juliet, I want to say, was one of the (laughs) first ones. And then Game of Tiaras, which (laughs) was like Game of Thrones, but Disney princesses. No! That's brilliant. It was awesome. It was so well done. It was so much fun, and I had a great time doing it. I was base. I just was backstage helping out with whatever they needed me to help out with. I wasn't like head of anything. I just was like Emily's here. Give her something to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we also did something about Neverland. I forget what it was called, but it was like Wendy when she grew up. Oh, okay. It was a lot of fun too. It was. It was more dramatic than fun. It was. It was. It was, it was still a lot of fun. That's cool.
0: We, that sounds it, like a good assortment of shows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was was really good. And then I helped them with their Dorothy in Wonderland. That was the name of the show. And my dog was their Toto.
0: Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) That's so cute! What a great experience! And then, forgive me, I am gonna look at my notes That's periodically. Fine. You'll hear the crinkle of my paper, and hopefully, I can make sense of these notes because yeah. well, uh, this and is I'm
1: the sure, third time we're doing it. <laughs>
0: yes, and I like, and I feel like when I made these notes, I knew that you would know, and that it would prompt you into your glorious storytelling. So the next thing I had written down that you talked about a lot was the producers, and I wrote down. Sparkle Swastika Sisters and I believe that was where you developed your your theater buddy for life
1: Yes, my theater buddy for life, Rhea and she and I couldn't be closer when it comes to being able to do weird stuff for on stage. (laughs) So the one time it's it's still not politically correct, but the one time you can get away with making glittery swastikas on a shirt, Rhea and I were on it. We were just like... We embraced it. It's like the one time you can do the horrible thing and it be slightly less horrible. Yes, please. We ended up having to change the shirt. We had to turn the swastikas into windows because that one outfit wasn't supposed to have swastikas on it. All of the swastikas were done. It was like, oh no, we put swastikas on the wrong oh, thing. Okay, we gotta,
0: we gotta recover from this. How do we anti- We need to fix
1: this and then we just swastika. turned them into windows and it was fine. But we had a lot of fun. A lot of burnt fingers were involved, but it was a lot of fun. A lot
0: of hot glue gunning is from the Oh yeah! Oh gosh, those things are evil, evil, evil. Oh yeah!
1: I'm pretty sure I've burned off my finger, my finger pads, numerous times.
0: If you ever need to get fingerprinted, you're you're set because well, they actually from
1: the glue. Little known fact is that fingerprints grow back. Oh sugar!
0: Okay, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Not that I need to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to start off on a life of crime or anything. But it's up there now, just in case I do get any fanciful ideas. And I remember you talking about your costume charts, specifically
1: uh, for Hitler. I remember. (laughs) you talking about that and how you made it so organized. Yes well with my brain if I can make something a little more organized and easy to follow I will especially if during the producers we always had new help every night so the costume changes was like okay what am I doing for this costume change what am I doing for this what am I doing for that so it was just easier to be like okay these are the costume pages that you need to work with as soon as they come in looking for you it's like you're with me this is what comes off this is what goes on and then go. So me being again the person that I am I actually wrote down the individual articles of clothing what comes off in what order they come off in and then what order everything goes back on and for one of the sh- for one of the characters it was Sean Chapman who-, who was the actor but I forget what his character's name was and he played the director in the show and Hitler on stage and so basically for his he was wearing a full tuxedo very glittery I loved it there was glitter everywhere <laughs> and he had to change from his tuxedo into a full out Hitler costume costume with spirit gum mustache and wig in like a minute flat. I'm not even exaggerating. It was like that. And so for his thing, it was like take everything off of him except his underwear and socks.
0: Yeah, make sure you you kept that on that list because like and, and as soon he saw moment,
1: that, he's just like oh, coming <laughs> he down. telling them to leave my underwear on and no problem. <laughs>
0: And yeah. that, you mentioned spirit gum, and I don't think I wrote this down, but it triggered something in my memory. Was there a special moment with that spirit gum? Yes,
1: so for the very, for the very last show, I'm still so sorry it happened, but it was so funny when it did. We put a little bit too much spirit gum on the mustache, and on the final knot, it was just like, okay, we gotta get this off. It's like, all right. <laughs>
0: Oh, I can't imagine.
1: And I was just like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry."
0: <laughs> and yeah, it like, was a little bit of fun.
1: <laughs> it was a little funny, but it was still like, "Oh, it, it was the comedic funny that's not really funny, but it was so funny." And I was just giggling, and I'm, 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 I'm I was very sincere in my apology. I'm like, "I'm so sorry," but I kept giggling. Yeah, and it was just like it takes away from the apology. You're still it giggling. takes away from the apology just a little bit.
0: And now we're talking about Evil Dead, and I'm so excited to hear these stories again. Um, even though it will be the third <laughs> time, they're so <laughs> funny. So excited! So um, you were the lead of of wardrobe,
1: lead, costume. Yeah. lead costume, yeah, costume. Yeah, it could be also lead wardrobe, I guess. I just always called it lead costume. Either
0: way, potato, you know, potato,
1: right? You know, potato, um, right? Same job, different it, title.
0: Exactly. So then, um, the first story. I still have to ask Steve for his permission to include this photo. I'm working <laughs> up the nerve, but the first story that I remember is Superman.
1: Yes. So Steve was wearing, the Steve Smith was wearing these costumes and his pants for his one costume were a little too tight. It was my first time being costume lead. So some of the costumes, they were, they were great, but some of them didn't fit quite right. And his kept ripping in the crotch, the pants. Kept ripping in the crotch, and so I think I think I fixed these pants about three times. But the last time I had to fix them, he was like ten minutes from having to go on stage in his pants, and it was like intermission. And I just looked at him, and I'm just like, Steve, you have two options here. Your first option: take your pants off, hand them to me. I will sew them. I will sit here and sew them, and then you give them back to you to put on. Risk being late to your call, or you stand perfectly still and trust me <laughs> completely. And- He stood very still and trusted me completely as I sewed up his crotch seam with him still in his pants. That is such a level of trust. My goodness. Oh, God. It was just like, oh, my God, you're insane. And I'm just, I'm kneeling there, sewing up his pants. He's standing there, Superman pose. People start walking in being just like, hello. What have we walked in on? One of those people being my mother. (laughs) And it was just like yep nothing nothing unusual to see you. here just keep walking raya stop taking pictures it, it still makes me laugh to this day it's fantastic
0: it's so and that's the the best part of the story is when your mom just toodles in and is like all right cuz was that her first was that her that first was show?
1: no. She helped with producers, but it's her first kind of. Actually, no. Producers had some racy bits in it too. But this was her first time, like really helping out a lot because she was basically my number two. There were a couple number twos. She was one of the number twos, and so yeah. So she she just walks around the corner, it's just like, okay, my <laughs> daughter is sewing up someone's crotch seam. <laughs> he's standing there, like, with him still in his pants. He's doing the Superman pose. It's So funny. I wish I could have been there. That's just. Oh like God, that. the look on her face was just like, all right. Actually, I can almost mimic it because she and I look so similar. It's just like, all right, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm walk away now just re- repress
0: that memory as best I can. Oh, oh
1: so many repressed memories actually, they're not re- repressed I, I I drink to forget some of them <laughs>
0: <laughs> It takes a little more than just your your common repression
1: just a little bit.
0: oh my gosh, so then uh there was you were part of a practical joke you tell me about oh uh, yes,
1: Ryan's locket. I don't think a man ever forgave me for that um. <laughs> So we're backstage, in second night or second to last night of Tech Week, and Ryan comes up to me and says, "You know what would make this locket perfect is a picture of me in it." And I'm just like, "All right, I have to fix this locket anyway because it broke open. Take a picture of him." And I'll, and I I had this little printer and I printed off a picture, put it on both sides, and then I had the locket. And it was just, I showed it to him the next day. And i was just like, "Like this?" He's like, "This is perfect." And I showed everybody this locket. All right, because I was just like, "This is just it makes it money. This yeah, is, it, it had." to happen. The only person that didn't see the locket was the person who received the locket on stage and that was not done on purpose. That was done just because it just it was a big oops and (laughs) so we set the lock we put the locket set it where it's supposed to be so that they can do the scene with it and ryan brings out this locket ryan metzler brings out this locket and amanda she's given the locket she looks at it delivers her line and then looks back at it (laughs) like like, wait a minute what am i looking at and then proceeds to giggle for 20 minutes of course thank god it was a tech week rehearsal Yes. Because it was like, oh my god, if this had happened opening night, I would have been a dead woman.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit of a... <laughs> we
1: then got warned that, like, pranks, although fun, have no place in the theater. And it's just like, oh, there are so many places to have pranks in this theater. It's yeah, just, what? they kind of, kind of have to happen sometimes. But if you're going to prank someone... Prank them during Tech Week so that because like everything that can go wrong does go wrong, and you know how to fix it. But yeah, then so Amanda comes off stage when she finished her scene and finished giggling and all that stuff comes up and goes. <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna kill you! She, I'm gonna kill you! and She's like grabbing my throat, and I'm just like, ah!
0: like I just can't imagine being an actor on stage and having something like that presented to me and and try to keep her cool. Like no, no, I got she too much. She tried of
1: her hardest, so hard, like you could see her shaking. Because she was trying trying not to laugh. I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) I'm so sorry. But again, it was one of those moments where you're just like, it's not funny, but it's so funny, but it's not funny, but But it's so funny. funny. I love
0: that story too. So then the next note I have down is Trinus. Take it away.
1: Yep, no, the Trinus, because there was a scene where there was a tree that has unwanted sexual advancements on a person, and it was made out of a pool noodle, to give you the size, wrapped in brown <laughs> duct tape, attached to Steve, against Steve, with what could only be described as the weirdest strap-on attachment you have ever seen, because it just slides right in there, and I every night, somebody was playing with the Trinus. Well,
0: naturally, you put naturally. a Trinus out, <laughs> the people <laughs> gotta...
1: not clear that somebody <laughs> (laughs) was either getting whacked over the head with this thing or it was being, like, just fondled with and it's just like, put that Trinus down! Like my teacher voice comes out, put that Trinus
0: down! (laughs) Next
1: verbal prompt, (laughs) butt plug! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we, um, during rehearsals, we were trying to decide if we were going to add a butt plug to the end of intestine that Jeff had coming out of his body in one of the scenes because like, he his character was a sexual deviant type thing oh he was constantly off stage getting lucky in in the show and it was just like well what else would be at the end of the intestines but a butt plug so we stopped an entire after rehearsals commentary thing notes that's what it is we stopped the notes and baby's like so are we doing a butt plug or not like, we need to <laughs> discuss this we discussed if we were gonna do like a flurry one <laughs> if we were gonna do like the long beaded one and we I, I learned way too much about butt yeah setting. yeah <laughs> and we ended up not doing it because it was just like okay we're pushing the envelope on a lot of stuff the butt plug might just push that it envelope a little, little too that pull. might be one just one too bit. many <laughs> plus i think some people wanted it a little bit too much which was just an indicator of just It'd being be like
0: a, maybe a window into the soul there a little bit so. just a
1: little bit oh well we were all crazy and we were all insane so
0: like you guys were a good bunch all the way it around fun, it was so much fun awesome
1: i loved that show especially the stage fighting the stage fighting lesson that we had it was just oh god i was actually really happy that i was one of the people that didn't get slapped stage
0: which lesson stage combat. Okay, this is a so new story yeah stage Yay. Combat.
1: So, Dave Mitchell does stage combat, sometimes for theater Sarnia, and in Evil Dead, there was a lot of stage fighting happening. So we had to do an entire rehearsal on how to properly deliver a fake punch. Well, naturally, while you're delivering a fake punch, there's at least one time where someone might accidentally get hit. I was not that person that time. I forget Is who actually goodness. did get hit, but I was Holy not. doodle! Somebody well, because they needed a spare the body! Oh, <laughs> They needed they needed a spare person because it was odd number. So it was just like I'll do it for you. I did karate for a couple for a couple years, ten. When you I did, was younger. What you did ten years of karate
0: when you were a kid? Yeah, I'm. Holy I'm around. pro. Do- what? Hey, that is yeah. so cool. Definitely did. See that we could keep having this interview over and over, and I would still <laughs> learn
1: new things. Yeah. that is so flippin' cool. Um, how yeah. did, for ten years. For 10 years. And then I broke my ankle two weeks before my black belt exam. So I did not complete my black belt exam.
0: Is this the time where you broke your ankle and then it was like Achilles issue? And then the, okay, well, for those listening, we'll get to that. We'll get to that soon. <laughs> Don't you worry, kids. It's on my list. Well, we're it's not there yet. But we're gonna. Like all oh, this next little section. Actually, screw it. Let's go
1: into it. So there once
0: upon a time,
1: <laughs> you broke your ankle and you were
0: all also... So I broke
1: my ankle during well, I broke it a year before before this happened. So I break my ankle a year later, I'm in a show and they finally discover that there's a bone chip in my Achilles tendon whilst Mm. I'm in the middle of rehearsals and it's like well you have to have surgery to get this removed or your ankle's never gonna whatever And it's like okay fine so I have surgery and me being the professional that I am did not miss one rehearsal so I had the surgery on the Friday that Saturday I was back in rehearsal high as a kite I'm a (laughs) teenager at this point and I was high on pain medication just sitting there and it's like I'm here I'm not missing anything. Emily, why are you here? Because I'm not missing anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm like 17 at this point, and I'm just like, I am not missing a single rehearsal. I will be here. I, it will be fuzzy, but I will be here. And so, yes, because I had the bone chip stuck in my Achilles tendon, so that was fun, and I was off for about a month, but I still went to every rehearsal. I did it as much as I could, on crutches, on the, with the cane, whole nine yards. just Wow, yeah.
0: that is very impressive. I get a hangnail, and like, there's a good chance I'm not going to leave bed that day.
1: The only time I will, for lack of a better term, baby an injury is if it's in my mouth or Ooh, my voice stops working.
0: That's where you draw the line.
1: That's where I draw the that's line. I can't handle try. pain in my mouth or in my throat. Good
0: to know. So you're one tough person otherwise. So then back yet. back to you. You just had this surgery. You're high yep. as a kite. Yep. And they needed something from you. Or they ah, didn't know they, they, they were going to get it from you, but you were about they to <laughs>
1: Yes, so they needed... And it was for Into the Woods, and it was the baker's baby who wouldn't stop crying, but they couldn't find a baby sound effect to put it in. at Because, like, tech wasn't... It was still pretty good, but it wasn't the greatest. It was like, we can't find the right sound to, like, just go straight into the baby sound effect. And it was just like, well, all right, there's Emily Highs. Okay, we'll make this sound effect work for you. And out popped the... And it, like... <laughs>
0: It's so good if if you're just listening to this podcast I'm sure people are thinking that I'm just like, okay, and here's where I enter in the sound, but you just do it on the fly which is really incredible. Yep.
1: I can even make the baby burp.
0: I'm listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so good. So creepy too, like, I can feel my hair. People hairs. wonder
1: why I'm single.
0: <laughs> the perfect person is out there for you. I can like do the same voice or something equally as cool. Oh. Uh, I remember you saying that you used to freak out your babysitters. Yes, that, that was
1: the only time I would, like, one the only times where I would do that. It's like, I would just freak them out, just like, Emily, stop that! And it's just like, but it freaks you out.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine you're babysitting and then you're like, is there another child? In this
1: house? Yep. like <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, you just blame it on the ghosts because I backed onto a cemetery growing up. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. um, How you ever got babysitters.
0: That would not be... I'd be like, I'm, I'm real sorry, but nope. That's not gonna happen. I just got yep. a hangnail. I need to stay home. I can't babysit for you. Um, So then my, <laughs> oh. my second favorite... Uh, voice that you do is your Minnie Mouse voice will you do that for me again
1: is there anything specific you want Minnie Mouse to say
0: tell me I'm pretty Minnie Mouse say hello to me tell me I'm pretty oh hello Dallas <laughs> aren't
1: you just the prettiest girl we would seen oh it's such a lovely
0: day yay I love that one that's so good especially because you could do the little giggle it's brilliant
1: <laughs> absolutely brilliant oh uh-huh. <laughs> it's so cute love it. And then, uh... The... Yep, I did that a lot when I worked at Build-A-Bear. Oh, right! Yes, yes, yes! So you
0: put that... Tell me about that again, What you, why you did that when you were working at Build-A-Bear.
1: So I worked at Build-A-Bear growing up in my early 20s when I still lived in Mississauga and we had a Minnie Mouse bear in the store and this one woman comes in and is just like, oh, I wish Minnie Mouse would say hello to my kid for uh, on the voice recordings. i was like, well, we have digital, like, voice boxes. If you know somebody who can make the Minnie Mouse voice, what, we can do it for you. She's like, oh, I don't know anyone. So I was like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. And I just let out the, oh, and went from there. And they were just like,
0: this is amazing. <laughs> so you just did it on the fly. Like, just, oh, what the heck, I I'll give it a it go. just did it on the
1: fly. And then I found out I could do the Minnie Mouse voice. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, wow. Um, like, people practice for years and years. You know what I'm saying? And there you are, like, bop 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 yep. pow, No big deal. Just going to do it. Uh, okay, and then the next thing I'm super excited to talk to you about, because this is all new. Because the last time we talked you was so good at keeping
1: it to yourself and now I'm I know thin- that something's yeah. coming back, coming well, back. Hope- well hopefully fingers crossed knock, knock, knock on, on wood. wood hold on yeah. hold on yard that Fox on the fairway might be coming back and I'm very excited because we, we've got stuff already I'm not giving you too much information yes. because I'm not entirely sure what information I'm allowed to give you or not Fair enough. but it might be coming back we have rehearsals scheduled it's just so long as this pandemic doesn't remain evil i'm so excited okay.
0: for you guys i i when i talked to ron about it, it, it was it like eight weeks or six weeks of rehearsals or something like that like like eight had, weeks you had gotten pretty far and then you had to to shut it down
1: we were a week from tech week oh when we gosh. had to shut down it was heartbreaking
0: absolutely
1: we put so much work into it and then all of a sudden it was just like well there's a pandemic we can't do it i'm like no oh my god yeah, it, was, I, I, it was like because, like, it was the first time in 10 years where I had lines for a
0: show. I was like, no, yeah, I can, I just can't imagine. So, but I have a really good feeling about it, and I, I can't wait to see you up there. Crossed, that's right, more we're knocking Dang. on the wood. Um, <laughs> and then, can you do you mind doing the, the voice that you're hoping to maybe,
1: maybe do? I'm hoping I get to do it. I again, I well, like, they're probably going to hear it on your podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! This is the voice I'm hoping I'll be able to do. That's right, Henry. I'm still alive, and I'm wondering what the hell you're talking about. And what the hell you're doing? <laughs> it's so
0: good. And it, t- who was that based on again? It was um Big Bang.
1: Howard Walowitz's mother. Right. From Big Bang Theory. It's
0: so good. With a little it's bit so more Jersey cool. accent. Yeah, yeah. With a little more Jersey. I, I love it. I, I really hope that they give you the green light for it because it's, <laughs> it's really, really good. Really, really. They got
1: to go through. And, and make sure that I don't end up doing it and then having to hack up along.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take up smoking or something like that. So it comes <laughs> a little more naturally. I smoke seven packs a day just for the part. Like that is method acting. Just committing. Is- no, thank you. No. But yeah, I'm I'm super, super excited. I, I feel i got a I got a good Yay. feeling. Okay. And then uh, the next little thing that I have written down is um, theater lessons. So I remember you telling me about sewing mm-hmm. and why yes. that, that's a specific lesson.
1: So if you want to be a part of the theater and you know how to sew, but do not want to be a sewer, like you want to be in costumes or whatever, you want to do acting or set design or whatever, ha- what have you, do not tell them that you can sew. Because the second they know you can sew, it's just like, let's here, yeah, help with costumes, fix that, fix, do this, sew these up. And it's just like, I just want to add. <laughs> No, I love costumes. I I totally love working in wardrobe. It's one of my favorite things to do. But if you know how to sew, they will find
0: you. If (laughs) you are mentally prepared to sew at crotch level, then... Speak about your challenge. That's
1: true! If you think you have a steady enough <laughs> hand to sew up a crotch seam, I still can't believe that I did
0: steady.
1: accidentally you. nick him! Is like, I just, thought, I, oh my
0: god, there's the a lot of trust, of here. trust. like that, oh Men are god. pretty particular about that area. <laughs> right? And so, yeah, that speaks a lot to your character, I think. And then there was a, a, a rite <laughs> of passage that um, the spirit gum thing that it. There
1: was another story.
0: Oh, what did what was that? I wrote it I wrote down right of passage
1: microphone tape. Oh, yes, the right of the microphone tape. So, if you are in a show and you have a mic, you will learn quickly that you will have a bald spot. Yeah. On forever. the back of your neck No Never matter how back. hard you try not to get hair You will always <laughs> get hair It'll be on the back of your neck And on the side of your face And you will learn every little tidbit To make sure that that red mark doesn't stay forever Because it's just like Every night like ah! and oh that tape it's a rite of passage it's like if you know you're doing something when you have that microphone and it's just like every night you got to get that tape off you're
0: part of the team you're part of the team and there wasn't there a kid there was a little kid or something that (laughs) you
1: i'm not an evil person i'm not but there's always that one kid in a show sometimes where it's just okay yep all right so i'm not saying which show it was in because then that might lead to who the child was but they had quite a bit of tape on the back of their neck they're just like ow ow it hurts don't 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 rip it off and it's like okay i know a way to get this tape off just hold still all right don't rip it off in one two three and then just rip it off it's like oh no i won't one two yeah <laughs> and you just hear oh my mom. and i'm and i'm just like oh that hurt because there was definitely some hair in that tape and i was like Ooh, I'm not gonna laugh, but this is funny. it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's pretty funny. That's just the whole quote of your of this podcast. It's, it's <laughs> that not that funny. the title I know it was really funny. It's not that
0: funny. <laughs> I think we're both yeah. on the same level of evil, though, because I'm over here, like just dying. Like my tummy hurts from laughing, and I've heard these stories a couple times, and then every time I'm. This crying, is like a like, third Hee-hee. time you heard them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, this was my favorite part because we in in previous iterations of the interview, the first time. We nerded out hard about books. Mm. I think we went, we went like a good 30 minutes about books yep. for a theater podcast. So I'll rein us in on that one. But I remember <laughs> I asked you if you could do costuming for your
1: ideal show, what would that be? Percy Jackson, the lightning thief, the musical. Oh God, I would love to do that so bad. Just thinking about it. It's like, ah, it's really easy to do, but some of the pieces would just be so intense Especially if we were able to put a minotaur in. Right. Yes. I, I, a minotaur. I've had dreams about this now where I'm like trying to figure out how we would put it together. Rhea would be like all over that because she would be amazing. And she made the headless rig for the Evil Dead show. Oh, oh god some of the things this girl can make like awesome and just making the minotaur would be like um hockey pads with a head on or something Uh,
0: yeah i think that would be really neat and you were telling me too that the rights are available they are available now so like
1: little nudge there hey 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 hey, hey, theater sarnia it's it's a small cast it's not a lot of dance it's a musical yes but it would be great for the younger kids and like a minotaur (laughs) like hello what other selling feature do you need exactly you get to have some fun sword play there's a peg non-pegasus there's a centaur involved although he's not really a centaur he's just got hooves it's really funny how they did that on stage i'm just like how are they gonna put chiron on and it's just like that's not a centaur that's a dude with a pony butt look
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway um thank you for for thrice spending the time with me and making me laugh until my tummy hurts.
1: I love telling these stories.
0: <laughs> and I love hearing them. Um, this is just the best gig ever, getting to hear people talk about things that they love so much.
1: Yeah. Love I love bringing people. it to the theater and then the people, like if you bring new people into the theater, you get to watch that cherry pop moment <laughs> where it's just like, oh my God, this is community theater, but it's not community theater. It's like professionally done. And it's just like, oh my God, I can remember bringing my sister-in-law to see Heather's. That was the first show she had seen, first and only show she had seen at Theatre Sarnia to date. What and a, she was just like, "What am I watching? Uh, this community is awesome.
0: theater, but it's uh, what a way to bring someone to, into community theater. Like that that show was very, very good.
1: It was very good.
0: I mean, they're all so good. Everybody's so mm-hmm. talented. I can't believe I get to be a part of
1: it. But yeah. Is there anything else you want to share or talk about or? Not that I can think of. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, we've we've done the main points. Like I'm sure I've got a million other stories. I just can't think of them at the moment. For future reference, if you want to. say... Send me those
0: stories just for me, because you know I'll have a good giggle <laughs> from them. Like I'm cool with that. I would be open to it if you want to. Even, even if you want to just have a little phone call every once in a while with your your stories, I, I'm open to that. I mean, I'm I'm a giver uh, to the other people in the world. So because I would benefit from the laughter. at all.
1: Oh yeah, no, your your stomach hurting is a great motivator. I
0: don't have to go to the gym.
1: There you go. No no sit ups. Just laugh
0: and then uh, go have some chips. Anyway, thank you. Say say hi to your kitties for me or goodbye again. I will.
1: One of them is sleeping in this room at the moment.
0: Mine are probably body slamming the door outside to get in
1: here. Oh no, Nubbins is on his uh, cat perch right over top of the couch here. He, he For those who heard his name, that's right. His name is Nubbins. Nubbins. He is named after Chandler Bangs third nipple. <laughs> oh God. You ever heard that? With Chandler Bangs third I nipple did, I Nubbins? did, but I did not
0: realize. I didn't put two and two together that your cat was <laughs> <laughs> Woo! and that is where we'll end today's episode <laughs> bye, bye. okie doke that's it for this week I hope your tummy hurts just as much as mine did from all the laughter tune in next week for our extra special All Hallows Eve episode
1: Ooh.